I've often talked about the difference between reflection and teaching. And so like the patipata pavana is reflecting. Varyati dhamma is teaching. So you get Varyati Dhamma from the scriptures, from teachers, and then reflecting is practicing with those teachings, making them not just being able to recite them, that's still convention, but the Dhamma teachings of the Buddha are all pointing at Dhamma. So there's two words in that uh, in Pali, they're very significant, like the paramatta satcha is ultimate reality, samut, samut satcha is convention. So this is a convention that we're doing right now, the convention of Padimoka reciting the 227 rules. Convention is, is, uh, practice uh, that we developed tradition, it's part of a tradition. And then the point of the convention is to encourage and uh, good behavior, good speech, good manners, uh, in a way that we can live together in trust and respect. But the point of it all is, is Bharamatta Satcha to, to develop, to reflect on the way things are. Not just go through the motions of conventional reality uh, according to one's personal views or opinions, but being aware of that. Being aware that Puto, the, the witnessing position, that we encourage you to take, to reflect, because Bhutto is the witness of Dhamma, knowing Dhamma. So Dhamma is apparent here and now, timeless, encouraging investigation, leading onwards to be experienced individually by the wise. So this wisdom, comes through reflection, not through just Bariyate uh, Dhamma. Bariyate Dhamma can be very interesting and it's intelligent, it's reasonable, it's inspiring. These All these words convey this sense of how teachings can inspire us, teachers can inspire us, or other people trying to teach us can make us uh, averse when we hear teachings from teachers who are just talk, speaking from Bariati level. We, it's not so inspiring. But when the teacher is speaking from reflection, and that gives a quality to it that reaches us because it's coming from the here and now rather than from a scripture or what somebody, some great teacher has said in the past.
So one of the problems that we all face in terms of the conventional conventions we have is they bring up doubt because when we think about them, you know, we think about what's the meaning of our life, what's the point of this uh, recitation of Padimokha, we can we can be very convinced it's absolutely necessary and and uh, hold to it very tightly, or we can be critical of it, thinking it it's just a recitation in a language nobody quite understands. This is all a convention. Samut. Samuti Satcha. All conditions are impermanent. And the Puto position, the witnessing position, the reflective position is aware. It's like this. So the Dhamma doesn't have a language. Dhamma has no words, no judgments. It doesn't have preferences or opinions or views, but it's apparent here and now. So just that constant reminder, what is apparent here and now? And, and so many of you will think that I'm doubting uh, certain things, and, and so then you can be aware that that is a that's a, a condition arising in the present, ceasing in the present. And when the condition arises and ceases, then the, what's left is Dhamma. Dhamma is always here and now, even in the midst of doubt and despair or whatever state of mind you might be experiencing. The Dhamma is never separate or something you have to find as some object. But it's like trusting in this, and when we take refuge in Buddha, that's taking refuge in this reflective awareness here and now, the way it is. So when we doubt, then that's the way it is. Doubt is like this. Now when we use these words, it's like this. This gives us a, this encourages us to bear with the doubt. What seems unbearable, when we get caught in speculating doubt and worry, anxiety about the future, then that seems unbearable. And so we, you know, we, in the worldly life, when we feel boredom or depressed or despair or doubt, we seek distraction. So the worldly life offers an, an enormous amount of distraction opportunities, as we're all aware of. And uh, so the world goes around in this state of convention, uh, operating from rules and regulations, laws and views and opinions of various leaders, politicians. 
and individuals have, you know, have their own way of dealing with despair, depression, doubt, worry, anxiety. And so <clears throat> the worldly life is, uh, the worldly is a distracting one. We distract ourselves, think of something else, do something, drink something, smoke something, eat or whatever. There were so many opportunities for distracting in modern life. But in reflective awareness, then we're aware of this. It's like this when the, even the momentum though, the intention to distract yourself because you're, you're, what you're feeling is unbearable is still a condition that, that, that there's a way, when you're aware, when you're reflecting on it, it's like this. This takes you to Dhamma, to silence, to peace, to liberation from fear, from desire. And of course, this takes patient endurance to bear what is unbearable, to be able to relate to doubt as a condition rather than seeing it always as some personal problem or something that you have to find a solution to. Doubt is just the result of attachment to thinking. You think a lot, you doubt a lot. And so the Dhamma doesn't have a language, so there's no doubt in it. It doesn't doubt, it doesn't judge, it doesn't prefer one condition over another, it just knows the way it is. So this is the end of the year, the last few days of 2021. And so the, these are the conventions that we use, the changing of the year, the New Year's Christmas time in the West is a, a celebratory time. And so we, we get all kinds of messages about Christmas, Santa Claus, Christ, birth of Jesus Christ, and so forth. These are the conventions that we are living with in a country like the UK. So whether we like them or don't like them is not really a matter of being tolerant or intolerant or dismissing them, but just it's like this, this sense of Christmas is like this, and whatever mood that brings up, whatever emotion you feel with just the present time of Christmas time, is, it's the way it is, whether it's positive or negative. So as you cultivate this path in this way, then you you abide in the peace and silence that is natural to this present here and now reality. And then in uh, January, the winter's retreat, the traditional three months time was that we give here at Amarvati in order to 
to really uh, develop this, to really trust it, to trust awareness, to see through and to see through the problems that you create, the doubts, the worries, the anxieties, the fears that arise in, in anyone's conscious experience. So what arises in consciousness ceases in consciousness. So consciousness is apparent here and now. And no matter what the state of mind is or whether you're sick or healthy or positive or negative, <clears throat> the Dhamma is always here and now. So when we begin to realize that it's a reality of the, that is apparent here and now, so it's not some mystical, metaphysical idea or theory or philosophy, it's realizing it. So Bhutto is, is a convention we use to remind ourselves to be the witness. So don't be afraid to be a witness to your emotions, wherever they may take you, they are the way they are. And as we bear with them, rather than get indulging in them, judging them, or trying to repress them, when we stop doing that and just bear with them, they cease. And in their cessation is the end of suffering. So I offer this as a reflection. <clears throat>